Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path, where we share a modern take on timeless wisdom to help you develop unshakable inner peace so that you can live a liberated life. I'm your host, Victor Pierantoni, and the co-founder and head liberation coach. Be sure to follow me on social at victor.liberatedlife for daily content. Let's get into the show. So in this episode, we're going to be getting into part one of the Zen Stoic rendition of the Eightfold Path, or as we like to call it, the Path of Liberation. So this one is all about what is called integral view. Now, the integral view is to have a complete view of life, a total view of life. And the paradox of what it means to have a total view of life is to realize that there is no total view of life, and that is ever-expanding. So the first step in having an integral view, which may sound counterintuitive or silly, is to realize that I don't know the entire perspective of life. And that's okay. Because every time you say, I don't know, you give yourself the opportunity to learn something. You give yourself the opportunity to take in some wisdom. So one of the things to remember, so one of the things to keep in mind as foundational for when it comes to having an integral view is to first understand this idea, this concept of cause and effect. Now, a quick side note, when it comes to Zen Stoic and liberation, right? Zen Stoic is the philosophy that inspired this, but liberation coaching is what I do, right? This is how I help my clients. And liberation coaching is the braiding of Zen Buddhism, Stoic philosophy, and NLP or neuro-linguistic programming. You've heard me talk at length about Zen and Stoicism, even a little bit about NLP. Now, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, is essentially the study of successful behavior. It's about having the user manual to your mind and how the mind works, how communication enters our perception, enters our mind, and how we process that communication. It is studying what we actually do with the input that reality brings in. So bringing these three together is what creates liberation in this path of liberation. So it merits me discussing this idea of cause and effect as a a part of integral view, right? Part of having integral view is to be at cause, to make the choice to be at cause. Now, what does that mean exactly? To be at cause is to become ultimately responsible for all the choices that you've made consciously and unconsciously that have led you to this moment right now. So that is a bit of an undertaking because what that also requires is the letting go of the victimization that maybe you've engaged in. I've certainly engaged in victimization a lot of the time and I've been at the effect of my life, which is in essence being the victim. The reason being is because Being at cause is being totally responsible for your role in life, totally responsible for your conscious and unconscious decisions that brought you to this moment now. The reason why we do that, of being totally responsible, is because by being totally responsible, what we're doing is we're taking our power back from the situations in life that we've given it to emotionally, right? Things have happened that are outside of our control. And oftentimes we blame people, we blame events, we blame circumstances, we blame ourselves sometimes we blame our upbringing we blame all kinds of things and anytime we blame things we give our power away we relinquish our power responsibility is the ability to respond to the world around you and to be at cause is to become ultimately responsible so that you take your power back so that you have the power to actually create change if you want to so that you have the power to let go of your past to let go of the things that have caused suffering in your life rather than being bound to them and thinking that you're destined to live this painful life that is not what it's about so part of having an integral view begins 
with being at cause. Now, the effect is essentially a lot of what I was saying there too, or at least the opposite of it, in the sense that living at the effect is living at the whim of the environment around you. It is allowing outside things that do not control you, people, events, circumstances, to dictate the quality of your life. It is waiting for permission to make decisions on who you're going to be and what you're going to do. And when we make decisions, if we're making them from the effect, we're waiting for the outside environment to tell us what to do. Now, the reason why this violates having an integral view is because if we're waiting for the environment to think for us and to decide for us what we're doing ultimately is we're thinking deductively. We are thinking within the bounds of our own problem, within our own limited reality and limited identity of ourselves. So to be at cause causes us to think inductively beyond what we know about ourselves. It causes us to become curious and ask questions rather than make statements about how life is. So if we're going to have an integral view, we need to take ultimate responsibility for ourselves and our choices. And one of those choices that we can make is the first choice to admit that I do not know what the total view is. I don't know what that looks like. What I do know is that it goes beyond what I see right now. And that part of me learning in life and becoming the person that I'm meant to be is to explore that curiosity, to follow that inspiration. And that is what it means to be at cause within the context of having an integral view. The next thing that's really important about having an integral view is this concept that I've talked about a few times here called perception is projection. Now, this is one of my favorite concepts because it embodies a lot of what Carl Jung would say. And ultimately, perception is projection is that we can only see ourselves in reality in all situations. What we notice comes down to this idea of perception is projection. The best example of perception is projection is this. As human beings... Our brains can process 126 bits of information per second. So think of it like this. Imagine if I were to hand you 126 toothpicks. Now you can handle that, right? 126 toothpicks might be a lot, but it would fit in your hand. 126 toothpicks, that's manageable. But in the modern age, we are getting hit with 11 million bits of information per second. So that is like me handing you 11 million toothpicks every second. Now that is infathomable. That is not something that we can conceptually realize. So what do we do? We distort, we delete, and we generalize information. And the way that we do that is through our reticular activating system or our RAS, which determines what we find important. Now, how do we know what information gets filtered through? The information gets filtered through not based on the quality of that information, but based on what we have deemed important consciously or unconsciously. So what is important to us? What's important is what we've emotionally engaged in. So our beliefs, our values, our experiences, the people that we see as important in our lives, our family, our friends, our role models, our teachers, we filter based on what we believe is important. So our beliefs, our experiences, our values, our emotions. This is what determines what we actually notice. So what this is saying is that we only notice ourselves in the environment. We are always living a subjective reality. We cannot be objective. We cannot truly know someone and other people cannot truly know us. We are living our projections. Now, what's really inspiring about this idea is that we can always change our projections. We have the power to do so. 
by being at cause, by making the choices of what we are going to notice, by making the choices of what we're going to let go of, of what we're going to pursue, of what we are going to inject our emotional energy into. So perception is projection is really important because it determines the reality that we notice. And if we're going to have an integral view, we need to understand that what we perceive in our reality, what we notice in other people, what annoys us in other people, what annoys us in situations in our culture, what triggers us emotionally is ourselves. What we hate or get annoyed by in others or in society is something that is unconscious within ourselves that we haven't yet dealt with. We talked about a previous episode, this idea of how Epictetus said any omen he finds is a good omen because he uses it to his advantage as an opportunity. Perception is projection is exactly that. When you are triggered by something, when you're triggered by an obstacle, when you're triggered by a lucky omen and you feel good about it, all of these things are reminding you of what is going on within you. If you are so inclined to reading horoscopes, I'm not giving horoscopes credit. <laughs> I'm not saying that they are something that you need to live by, but what's important is to realize this. Reading a horoscope, for example, and being upset or happy about what it says on there, it's not about the information that's on there, but what triggered you emotionally. That's what you're seeing. You're seeing your projection in those words. You're seeing your projection in circumstances and challenges and situations. So the point of this is that perception is projection is an essential piece when it comes to having an integral view. We must understand that number one, we are at cause. And number two, anything that we perceive in the world is our own projection. And while we cannot control what is happening in our external reality, we can control how we respond to it. And we can control how our perspective is on the emotional triggers that come our way. If we become ultimately a cause for it and no longer a victim, we have the power to actually change the way that we see the world. It's very much like Wayne Dyer said, when you change the way that you look at things, the things you look at change and you begin to notice new things in your environment. And finally, a quick review from our last episode. Part of having an integral view is also remembering the backwards law. Now the backwards law is ultimately saying that you can't have up without down, light without dark, happy without sad. It is to remember that all the experiences have a duality within them. And if you're asking for positive experiences, part of that is going to be the overcoming of negative experiences. And it's interesting because the pursuing of a positive experience is inherently a negative experience. And conversely, the acceptance of a negative experience is actually a positive experience. So the backwards law comes into play when we're thinking about having an integral view. It allows us to see the whole picture. It allows us to realize that if there's an embroidery on a shirt, it's not just the front side that exists, but there is a backside. And the way in which that backside is embroidered is going to matter. If it's embroidered like shit and there's a bad foundation and we're trying to hide ourselves, we're trying to hide our flaws, then ultimately what this is going to do is it's going to cause us <laughs> to have a limited view of ourselves in reality. We want to understand and embrace all of these things. We want to remember to be at cause that perception is projection and the backwards law so that we take in the whole picture, so we embrace all of it. This is what it means to have an integral view. This is how 
we can begin to expand our view to develop a sense of curiosity. And once we have this understanding, this outlook that is ever expanding, that is constantly opening up our reality and not causing us to think that we know how life is, then we start to develop a sense of intentionality. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking about what it means to have an integral intention. One of the biggest things that costs us our inner peace and one of the biggest things that causes us sabotage is not having a sense of intentionality and instead having an intention that leads us to delusion. So in the next episode, we're going to be going into integral intention. So we have a way of making sure that we are completely intentional and have a method of checking in with ourselves to make sure that we're not pursuing delusion. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible to live a liberated life with unshakable inner peace through the content on this podcast. Subscribe to this channel with notifications on to be notified daily whenever we share a new episode. 